are live eric butler we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way an unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot i was like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude it, it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming <laughs> your podcast f sucks it's mental mate hola buenos dias Donde esta la biblioteca? Where is my library? Um, welcome back to Unauthorized Opinions. Uopod.com, unauthorizedopinions.com. I hope my volume is loud enough today. We've got so much great stuff to get to, uh, disturbing things to get to. And uh, Eric and I, as usual, talking about the weather. It's stupidly hot there. It's getting hot in here. I'm sweating a little bit in here. Got my soccer jersey on. Hopefully that'll wick some of it away. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, more important than the weather here <laughs> is, of course, the bad drivers in Arizona. And I had some car trouble this week. Very frustrating stuff. But yes, the wet is it is very hot too. I too had some poor driving that I was subjected to today in a parking lot of a Canadian tire, which I don't know what to call it. It's basically just a different Home Depot, I guess you could call it, with a lot more outdoor stuff, I'd say. But uh, the driving in the parking lot was wild. Um, that's neither here nor there. Today we've got, you know, this uh, Gen Z activist who debated Nuance Bro a little bit and went to the hospital. We'll get to that in a second. And we'll get to what group he's a part of. We've got Joe Biden making what I'm calling at least his top 10 worst, you know, fumbles, word problems. He couldn't speak for a full minute. Then we've got a, for later in the show, even though we're already demonetized, showed at YouTube. Um, yeah, we've, I don't know what word it was. Gen Z, maybe hospitalized, maybe debate is bad on YouTube. We've got a wonderful person of the Transformer community on a subway or a Toronto bus doing something weird. We've got the NAACP and more San Francisco stuff. So let's go ahead. I'm going to share the screen. This was on Tim Pool's Timcast IRL. I think it probably happened on Friday. I'm not sure, but the video was posted today. And Tim Pool is playing the Twitter spaces with which Nuance Bro is. I mean, smartly, he's kind of become the Twitter spaces guy, I feel like. Um, one of the people who's on them a lot and gets a lot of clips out of it, frankly, by getting Gen Z people on there and leftists on there. And this is a guy of some kind who's um, who's on there. Let's see. His name is Jeremy Mochemi. He is a 21-year-old Texas Democrat. He's passionate about f fighting for social justice and equality with a rainbow and a blue heart. And he's a serial content creator for Gen Z for Change. And we'll look into them a bit after. So this is going to be like the first three or four minutes of this video, which we can just watch. And let me know if you need me to pause media content creator being destroyed so bad in debate he was at he admitted himself to the emergency room and then posted photos of him at the hospital with an iv in he claimed in a twitter space hosted by nuance bro we've had on the show before that 30 percent of the entire black population are, are, are unarmed and killed by the police every year Yes, he is. This is from uh, Gain of Fauci on Twitter. Yes, he is claiming that over 13 million unarmed black people are killed yearly. Okay, 
The first thing I want to say is Nuance Bro swears every other word in this clip. Normally, we try to be family friendly, no swearing, but there's going to be a lot of swearing for you now because I do think you need to hear this. To this young man, Jeremy, who admitted himself to the ER, I will simply say, I hope you're doing better. You need to breathe. Breathe in. The Internet is not that serious. If people are, are criticizing you online because you were wrong about it's something, it's not the end of the world. Bro. You can always go play some soccer and, and breathe some fresh air. And maybe this job's not for you. But I think there is something profound in this moment that is worth talking about. So I'm going to play for you now this clip from Nuance Bro on Twitter and then, and then show you the chain of events which led to the leftist losing the debate so bad he went to the ER. All right, we'll, we'll play it. No, 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 no. You're telling me 13.2 million black people are getting shot and killed unarmed every year. There is context to that. There's definitely context to those numbers. Dude, you're fucking crazy, dude. That's like a fucking holocaust. And the, dude, every black person would be dead in like fucking three years. Like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. What are you saying? Yet we're still dying. Dude, in not the actual answer is. White. Jeremy, do you know what the actual answer is? Because I actually have the real numbers. I like you've clearly never done. This is. I'm. I'm fucking. This is like 2017 stuff, Eric. The, the unarmed numbers are thousands. Remember when people would go and do those um, streeters where they'd ask people how many people, how many black people they think were uh, killed in police interact in police interactions every year, and people would say like, I'd say like a thousand. Some people would say ten thousand. Some people would say a few hundred. And I think 2017 was 19, and it hovers around that between 10 and like 22 every year. Um, I also think, listen to the way Nuance Pro. Uh, speaks here. I feel like he's trying to put on a bit of a Dave Portnoy. Um, I think that's I think that's what he's going for here in his demeanor. Mind blown right now, dude. The real number by Washington Post keep tracks of this: unarmed black people shot by police, men and women. It's usually like ten people, dude. It's like ten, maybe like twenty in a year. Sometimes it's like eight. You know, average is like ten seven, or thirteen like, million. Like. 22 maybe like that's what it is not million like that. i want to pause real quick and point a few things this this uh, individual jeremy is a content creator for gen z for change which is a liberal political action social media group okay i kind of feel like yeah, we'll, we <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that um yeah so basically he tries to concede i just realized we're in like an inception here exactly podcast within a podcast so this guy will bring up his page um he's like well maybe not maybe not 20 to 25 percent maybe 15 to 20 percent is a fair compromise like it's like he didn't even take in the fact that he said you know it's like 15 a they year. don't have they have zero grasp on reality at all none of, <laughs> but it's none like of that. he was taking his stats and i'm taking my stats and would it be fair to go 15 to 20 percent which would still be like what did he say 30 or 13 or 15 million or something in there yeah, okay. Well, it's just this is just the epitome of successful brainwashing. 13 million. So he can't even get through his thick skull that the numbers you can drop it from, you know, 20 to 30% to 15 to 20% and he still doesn't even make the connection of how many millions of people he's talking about. It doesn't register because he's been so successfully brainwashed and he can talk about well, well did you hear notice that one of the first things he said in that clip at least was well, there's context to that. He doesn't even know what that means. So for him to say, and I think I think that part kind of slid under the radar a little bit. For him to to come back at Nuance Bro and say, well, there's context to that. 
he's he's only been taught that we can weasel our way, we can t- twist ourselves into these, you know, do do these mental gymnastics and twist ourselves into a pretzel trying to make it work. But he has there's no correlation for him between the word context and actually explaining something. There's no correlation between you know 15 to 20 percent and the actual amount of people that 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 actually constitutes constitutes yeah 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 he doesn't know all he knows is the talking points this is like why why you know back in our day you know when we were young you kind of had to show your work this is proof that he can't show his work he's just memorized something that has been foisted on him and he can't even can he can't put the dots together he doesn't know how detached they are from reality because he, he's never had to and, and this is another reason why we constantly see discussions of all types whether it's i mean this i guess it's called twitter spaces whatever i guess this is and i didn't see anything longer than this clip but the bar has gotten so low that these people will even get congratulated and be given credit just for having a discussion because even that is outside of their realm of being so yeah too bad bro go to the hospital you i mean suck it up (laughs) dog like it's it's ridiculous there's no reality left well I wanted to get to that, and I would show it from his own page, but I'm pretty sure he deleted the stuff. He and, and we'll show Tim Pool showing it here actually, because he goes to the hospital. He says his heart's racing, which denotes to me I'm no scientist, but some sort of a panic attack, anxiety attack. Goes to the hospital and then posts in the hospital like this is just like it, it's the most victim mentality things. Like I'm in the hospital because I couldn't handle being wrong, but. Let me just use me being in the hospital to try to get clout at the same time. And that Probably resigned. This not is on, not the job for you. Mm-hmm. See, okay, he says, okay, it's not the, not the job for him. But we're talking about that Twitter space. I'll, I'll be honest. I've never used it. But we're not even talking about a... Obviously, they're, they're not in person. They're not face-to-face. There's no camera. It's literally just your little emoji or your little your little avatar and some some laughing emojis and stuff. So... We're not even talking about a face-to-face conversation. So imagine what happens to that guy—the crippling fear <laughs> that might happen to him if he ta- if he finds somebody in person. Oh, it would be—they'd call the cops. It's happened before for people. Will Witt had people call the cops on him. Anyways, not been a good night going to the ER. He then posted a picture of himself getting <laughs> yeah, an IV stuff. and then. I- I couldn't find this IV picture and and like, look, he posts a picture of himself in the hospital. Like, Oh, poor me. Let's have peaches on my cheeks. Like I'm pretty sure he deleted all this. I went back four that's pages. Gonna be, that's gotta be a meme. Four days worth. That's gotta be a meme in no time. Right? Like this is the beginning of a meme. Like, you know, you see the guy who's laying laid up in the hospital bed with the Apple, the Apple uh, headphones in his nose. And it's like, you know, yeah. what I mean? is, <laughs> that's it, why I checked, Eric. I looked to see of like, is this actual lot tubing and stuff? Is this guy just a really good troll being like, oh, you got me so good that I'm in the hospital. But uh, that looks to be legit. Rest in peace, my hospital hospital bill. So like everything's hilarious to this guy and everything's a chance to what did he say to them clout here? My, my heart was racing so fast. I had to come here. But like, what did he tell them? I think so. Hold on. Posted a picture of himself in the emergency room. Okay. If you have to go to the emergency room. Yeah, this is not for you. So I went on Jeremy's Twitter. You can see it's very popular. 2014 and 400. Who am I? I don't think that's. Is that it? I don't think that's his, bro. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Just launched by Patreon. Like. 
the stuff has got weeks. First of all, Marjorie Taylor Greene here. Let's talk about that another time. But and uh, yeah, people respond to him. Like I'm sure there's still responses to him on this post or something. Offered himself because his two best friends were <laughs> you had to admit yourself to ER over losing a debate. People said, um, yeah. So he just basically just blew right through it, making fun of Tim Pool again. <laughs> that is funny. Um, and yeah, it looks like he deleted the stuff almost as if. This is not something worth bragging about. So couldn't find that unless it's like I'll randomly scroll here. I don't think so. And then the company he works for is called Gen Z for change. And uh, we can open up their actual page. They have a good following. Um, 77,000 Gen Z for change. Of course, it's rainbow everything. Gen Z activists. I like how it's not even a alphabet gay pride anything organization but that's their logo inherently in order for change and social justice it has to be you know pride related for some reason well, i guess we're not showing that look at their look at their page here their logo inherently has pride stuff and a communist fist so we're not even calling ourselves you know a identitarian movement but inherently gen z thinks that communist fist eric plus gay pride flag which doesn't have trans flag in there i'll note the bigotry there inherently that has to be in there for some like for them that's crazy to me so yeah, i want well, to show this is that is that the exact same thing as like okay it's apples to oranges but that's the same thing as joe biden saying you're you're not black if you if you don't know whether you're voting for me or trump right they just they just foist it out there so it's 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 the default position, right? So Gen Z by default is commie gays. Blacks by default are are Democrat slaves, basically, right? So they just like, I mean, there there, there couldn't be anything else. Like, how, I mean, is that that's you you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. They're literally just making it the default position of anybody Gen Z and com completely ignoring the idea that one person out of all of Gen Z might have a different opinion. <laughs> Well, I wanted to find something they, they championed against recently so that we could get a, a sense of what they do. And right there in the caption, we can watch the video, but it says, Republicans do want to regulate corporations only if they're supportive of, supportive of marginalized communities. So they're literally saying here, Eric, that Republicans only are for regulation if they know that they're anti-black or anti-gay or something like that, because that's what they would call marginalized communities, not me. Pharrell would call it like, billion dollar musicians and producers pharrell's got a higher standard there but um we need, we need more rights imagine need you rights just came I... up here and said the democrats will only put money on something or regulate something if they were against you know i don't know i mean maybe it could be true but the the fact that the only reason they can Co uh, comprehend a regulation against something is because they're supportive of marginalized communities. And they're talking about Disney, Eric. They're talking about this gigantic corporation that spans the globe, makes movies, who just won a huge settlement, like their union just won a huge bargaining deal to get raises upon raises, and they wanted autonomous control of their own regions, which they've had for 50 years or whatever. And they act like this is, we need to defend Disney. And why do they need to defend Disney, Eric? Maybe I'm contradicting my own point here. Because they are pushing the things that they agree with. Now, 
they're not i don't see them as regulating disney because they're pushing weird things i think some of the things that disney has done DeSantis has come back on them for that but in terms of them not um having to adhere to the the state government is absolutely insane something no other company usually gets they have their own highways they basically have their own city council and they're upset that they have to have you know like an appointed body of people as opposed to being completely autonomous. And now the big thing, Eric, is that DeSantis, um, and these are coming from the always Trumper peoples, and by always Trumper, I mean no matter what he does, there's an excuse for it. It's 8D chess. And we like Trump perfectly fine, but you have to you have to call a spade a spade. When somebody's wrong, they're wrong. So the new thing is, is to disavow DeSantis or shit on DeSantis when he says, um, you know, we're we're not approving this giant campus. They had had like a billion dollar campus that they wanted to build all administrative jobs. As far as I know, so you're going to have these huge campuses of Disney of full of bureaucratic jobs. And yes, it's jobs, but it's all going to be, you know, if you heard a Facebook campus, what would you think? That's the people demonetizing things and censoring things. Yeah, fact checkers. And that time, yeah. yeah. A, a Disney administrative campus. This isn't people like, making children happy this is people in the in corporations who these people are supposed to hate the leftists are supposed to hate these giant corporations these people with inflated salaries doing absolutely nothing and then the always trumpers come in and they say we hate disney they're indoctrinating children they're doing all this bad stuff but you don't want to have one of their giant campuses i'm turning into a new yorker you don't want to have one of their giant campuses in your country or your state so you're supposed to hate them but at the same time you're supposed to want them to have a giant you know, uh, factory or mill pushing out their propaganda in your state. You're supposed to want that. Yeah. Well, like it's, it's a on factory situation from New York. Well, it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. How, how many times have we been told that, Oh, white men or old white men are the problem, but they, they champion Joe Biden. Right. So an old white man like DeSantis or Donald Trump, that's obviously the problem, but an old white man like uh, Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom, that's not part of the problem at all. Because as we know, Every single one of their weird little agendas and talking points and narratives will undoubtedly be in direct conflict with another one of their positions. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't grow up on Disney. I don't know anything about Disney. I realize they're a huge corporation, Hulu, NBA, or ESPN, whatever. Um, but it just doesn't really move the needle for me, mostly because I never paid attention to them. So I'm really not going to start paying attention to them now. And <laughs> outside of that, Look, I, I don't know. I wouldn't call myself an always Trumper. Like, I think if we're in this in this sad reality of the lesser of two or three evils, he's the choice, right? Obviously, there's a bunch of things, a handful of things that he has done wrong, mostly pharmaceutical sales. But I think this Disney thing with DeSantis, I think it is, um, I think it's a distraction, for lack of a better term. I know that's overused as well, but it's him doing his political game and and you know, rallying up his base and throwing some red meat to to his people, his supporters, because, and I'm sure Donald Trump will be the first one to let you know this, and I remember because I took this Rona thing as hard as anybody, but Ron DeSantis is trying to sort of rewrite history and pretend like Florida was always this bastion of freedom, which it just was not, right? Like, if I recall correctly, Go ahead and fact check me on this. 
There was one governor who didn't do any of it. And Ron DeSantis likes to pretend that it was always free. It wasn't. I was there, right? I was there. I I played this. I played the game in the great state of Florida, where you have to put on a mask to walk through a, a, a horse door to go to an outdoor restaurant, right? So it, it wasn't Ron DeSantis. It, nobody's perfect, okay? We all know that. That's not rocket science. But for me, this is just a gut feeling. I cannot prove this. It's just something that I saw from the very beginning. He's easily, as far as I'm concerned, the right-wing equivalent of Gavin Newsom. So he's not nearly as crazy, but he's just kind of slippery and slimy and an establishment and hack shield that is not going to go to bat. You know, he, he's been in politics for too long. I don't even know what he was before he was governor. And again, he is a good governor, especially when you compare it to a lot of these other people. But I don't think, I mean, Donald Trump can do this like, and he, he wasn't even that great at, at firing uh, as many people as he should have, uh, no, most notably Fauci. He didn't pardon the people that most people would have liked to see him pardon. But Ron DeSantis, when push comes to shove, is not going to, is not going to break the mold of an establishment politician, in my humble opinion. Yeah, and I think um, when it comes to the presidency race here, I can't say that I agree with DeSantis. He's a, he's supposed to announce on Tuesday. Tim Scott announced he was running on Friday. Um, Chris Christie's supposed to declare. But I think that whether DeSantis likes or hates Trump, I think it's better for the country for him to see if Trump wins or loses and run in 2028 anyways. Like, people, Florida needs you. And if you're just going to leave them immediately in some, like, the meter between Trump supporters and DeSantis supporters is way closer than like whoever's the third person. You know what I mean? Like Mike Pence or Chris Christie or Nikki Haley. So like, I think Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, Vivek's uh, pretty close to them. I'd say I'd, I'd also say, but I don't think he has any chance of coming. Larry Elder. Uh, he has proven that he can lose already. Didn't he? It will in California. And and let's just, you know, like, I don't want to make it seem like I'm just smearing DeSantis, but I don't think he is quite the, uh, of course, the media, they're pretending he's like not he's not. God. Well, the media is pretending right now that that he's not quite as bad as Trump, but it's early. So as soon as he declares, as soon as something official happens, they're going to figure out a way to basically say that he's worse than Trump and, and the whole country is going to be this way. But but shout out to them because they did dodge a bullet. And I look, I'm. I think we've made it clear by now that I think there is a a very big problem with the voting in this country. It does not seem to be. And Tulsi Gabbard, shout out Tulsi Gabbard, who was on PBD podcast. Did you see that recently? I saw the thumbnail and I was Dude, impressed. She and I don't look. She um, I you don't see totally eye to eye with her. Yes. No, I don't see totally eye to eye with her, but the the clip, I don't know, it was like 15 minutes long that she was talking to Patrick Bet David. And I was like, she, 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 maybe she's getting stronger, bro. She made some really good points about, about what has to happen. And look, I know oh, it's a conspiracy. It's all fake. You guys are crazy. When you, if you look at any of this logically, there's no way to deny. And look, you can call it what you want, rigged or fixed or fraud or whatever you want to call it. But it's very clear that something is not right with how the voting takes place in this country. It's just not. So, well, be, let's see this DeSantis clip and then we'll we'll watch some Biden and then maybe we can play some of the Patrick Bet David PBD. Um, let's see what this what they were complaining about here. 
they want to have they want to have their own government and they've had their own government for 50 years it's massive corporate welfare we're not doing that they're going to live under the same laws as everybody else they're going to pay their fair share of taxes um and they're not going to govern themselves they're going to we the people are going to govern and uh to put one corporation on a pedestal and let them be exempt from the laws is not good policy it's not free market economics um, and it's not something that our state's going to be involved in. And so we will not change from that. And so they can do whatever they want. I know people try to chirp and say this or that. Um, the chance of us uh, backing down from that is zero. Thank you. The word is pedestal, not pedestool, Mr. Governor. But this, um, this to me, reeks mm-hmm. of very similar to what Gavin Newsom did with the uh, National Guard. Like he talks about it, like, well, we're going to stand up to these corporations. We're going to fix this problem, but nothing's going to change. Disney is going to cr- crush him like a bug. And I don't think they'd be able to get, get away so? with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. And they wouldn't be able to do that with Donald Trump. And last thing, I promise, shout out to Florida for at least being fairly realistic. And imagine what Florida would be like if Andrew Gillum had won. Let's just remember oh that for God. a second. Yeah, this guy called <laughs> male prostitutes. In a, in a hotel room. Yeah, and bodily fluids all over the place. And that guy narrowly lost to DeSantis. So this is the problem that we're dealing with. What are you I looking they for? caught him while he was still passed out. I'm trying to find the images right now. Um, there's a picture. That's not a picture. Like, they have a picture of the floor. It's not easy to find the picture. Using there's a, a picture. Brave, or what are you using? I'm using some solid Bing here. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a picture of him laying on this thing. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. Sure, there is. Yeah. Um, I'll try yeah. for a, ten more seconds to find it here, but I cannot. So shout out Andrew Gillum. All right, Joe Biden had one of his worst stumbles in a while. I think Eric. Do- Eric thinks we've seen maybe, maybe I worse. Need, maybe I didn't watch the whole thing. Maybe I need to rewatch it because you know you get so jaded with these things. You're like, okay, yeah, you just go Biden. It. Yeah, so so I'll watch it and see where, where we're at on the scale of Bidenisms. <laughs> Shout out the chat, Shane Davis, Booty Snorkler, and Queen West. Thanks for watching, you guys. Everybody, remember to subscribe and check out Patreon.com/slash/Uopod where we have a secret podcast, a bonus podcast posted every week. Usually Friday or Saturday. Goes and you completely get off the rails. Pardon? It go, it does. Eric really uh Eric does a little hunter bidening <laughs> in the back room, and he comes back and he goes off the walls. <laughs> and then uh yeah, it's complete the only way you'll get the, the video of it. Uh we post a couple clips, but you get you know segments that nobody else sees and uh, for a low, low price every month. So please consider helping us out. That's patreon.com slash uopod and subscribe to everything please here's biden there's a lot of other for example the idea that we're uh... oh come on love don't make me download it youtube's problem is that if you're streaming anything else that um i was doesn't very, like it i was very ready for that out the suspense me too and there's a lot of other for example the idea that we're uh, in terms of uh, taxes that they refuse to for example we uh, <laughs> I was able to balance the budget and pass everything from the, the global warming bill anyway I was able to cut by 1.7 billion dollars <laughs> in the first two years the deficit that we uh, were were accumulating and uh, because I was able to say to it that 
the 55 corporations in America that made 40, 400 billion dollars, or 40 billion dollars, 400 billion dollars, that uh, they uh, they pay zero in tax, zero. I'm extremely confused. I'm fucking confused, bro. Me too. All in all, it was quite a press conference, and one that will probably rattle the markets a bit. Okay. That's one of the worst ones. 40, 100, 40, 400, excuse me. And he says he's talking at the deficit. Obviously, he's trying to say they lowered the deficit a little bit since he came into office. Yeah, but that's I don't know. Derek. I, I, it's bad, but it's like we've become so used to this. I don't think that's one of his worst. Like, there was. I say uh, top 10. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess. In the air. We can put it in. Put your in hands top. up in the air. Remember that song? Or was that too white for you? Put your hands up in the air. Do you know raising the roof came from some college basketball game? The first time people raised the roof. I looked into that once. These are the type of things I look into, Eric. How did raising the roof become a thing? Some sort of college thing in the 90s. I have no idea how you've gotten to that from this Joe Biden speech. But uh, this is why speeches like this, and we, we see Kamala Harris constantly doing it as well. Maybe not quite as terribly, but it's all complete. So Kamala, I think she's just doing a sort of um, she's doing kind of a stream of consciousness and it doesn't make sense. Biden is trying to gain. He, he's trying to finish things, but he can't retain the information for long enough to get through a sentence. Whereas Kamala, like Michael Scott once said, sometimes I start a sentence and I don't even know where I'm going with it. You know, that's what she's doing. He's trying to find threads of of coherence and he can't really do it. But this, I believe speeches quote-unquote speeches like this is why you can have a guy on tiktok saying that 13 million black people get shot by cops every year is because they just say whatever they want spew it throw it out there nobody's gonna check it anybody who dares to check it will be deemed a racist uh, a bigot and and they still have they, they still can't grasp that it has no connection to reality at all because for them simply saying something is enough to make it true, right? So if you say something, if you say something super mean, super bigoted, like, uh, you know, maybe I don't want to put my, I don't want to take my kid to a a drag story hour, then they're going to ask you for, why do you care? Why are you so mean? Why are you so bigoted? But as soon as they say something, you just have to wear it because the only thing that is required for it to be true is that they said it. And that's why those things are loosely those things are loosely connected. Is like the, the Democratic uh, Gen Z for change guy can just make up a completely random number and end up in the hospital simply for being called out on it the same way that Joe Biden will, he won't, right, right? It's always news. It's news when Joe Biden takes questions from a reporter, right? That's not on his note card <laughs> or, or that, um, or, or he'll say something like, oh, I'm, I, I know I'm not supposed to do that. You know, when he goes like a tiny bit off script, and that's why is because they just they just say stuff. And as long as it doesn't get a like the city bike lady out in New York. Right. They can they can take their cell phone video, call this lady a racist, say she's she's trying to harm these guys because the big mean New York City Police Department officers are going to show up and and pop a cap in these young kids. It's all completely fake and it won't get questioned. And when it does get questioned, it just goes away. Right. So that woman who may or may not have lost her job, got suspended, whatever it was based on a completely fake narrative and when the narrative gets 
uh, gets questioned, like I sent you some of those posts, you can read in the comments, they changed the goalpost. Well, it wasn't even about who bought the bike. It was about her screaming for help. Like, that's racist. It doesn't make mm -hmm. any sense. Joe Biden's brain is like a car is in a high-speed chase, and they're going down like a one-lane road or a one-way street or a one-lane highway in a tunnel, and they're just desperately looking for exits. You know, I got to get off this highway. The helicopters are, are flying above me. The spotlight's on me. And every time you think there's going to be an exit, there's just nowhere to go. So Joe Biden's just talking and he's just like 400 billion and 400 billion. I mean, and and the deficit and it's like maybe the maybe the, my mind's going to lead this way and maybe there'll be a number that pops in over here. No matter where his brain goes, it ends up being trapped And it. The brain itself Bumper is bowling. something. <laughs> yeah it's hoping that something's gonna pop into its mind and help him out and unless they can be on stage pumping him with nootropics and uppers and stuff then it's out the window like i imagine during the debates allegedly that he must have had an iv directly up his pant leg or something like that so uh, who's worse but, is that worse than fetterman i mean Right. Did you see Fetterman, Fetterman has an actual movie? medical yeah Fetterman has an actual medical condition for the reason why you should not be there so Biden is he's old and I guess that's a medical reason too if it's Alzheimer's or whatever it might be but you know um Fetterman we knew he had like I guess it's it might be the same Eric it seems meaner to do to Fetterman because Biden you know he had to have been at some point coherent enough to agree to this Whereas Fetterman is just like, we need, you know, I keep talking about it and I don't know the difference. <laughs> so, and, and I guess the worst part is that no matter either way, right, we're constantly told oh, white people are the problem, white people are racist, but not these ones. These ones are good. And it's like, we're supposed to sit there and just believe it. Like, don't, don't, why, why would you even, like you said, there's a bunch of headlines about the Fetterman stuff, like Fetterman's question leaves Republicans speechless. So they frame it. Yeah. So it seems like it's just, it's all absolutely ridiculous. It does and, leave uh, you speechless though. John Fetterman's wife is mean. Jill Biden is mean. Joe, both of their teams are Hillary mean. Hillary Clinton. Um, everybody who voted for Fetterman whilst knowing what condition he was in is mean in a sense, because you're purposely putting this guy in because you hate Republicans or because you don't care. Um, so there's a lot of, it's like when you watch intervention or 600 pound life and you're just like, somebody's delivering you 16 cheeseburgers and two, two liters of pop every day or soda, <laughs> but um, the soda um, and the person's not getting it themselves. Like this person can't get up out of their bed. Joe Biden can't and Fetterman can't get up out of bed without help. And you're saying, no, let's keep putting you to office. And John Fetterman shows up in a hoodie and they're like, no, you're the cool guy in the hoodie. That's why people like you and not the, you know, person who has a medical condition who just looks like they can't dress themselves because it'd be too difficult to tell them to get into a suit. That's what it looks like. And this so is why, mm -hmm. well, this is why I think the clip, and maybe we'll have to do it at a later date because I'll, I'll need to like sift through and get some timestamps or something. But this is why what Tulsi Gabbard, who I do not trust fully, obviously. Well, I brought this up. If you can tell me which. Well, she, well she was talking about um, that. Yeah, the FBI. I mean, it's a long clip. It's like 15 or 20 minutes, but it's that top one. The FBI uh, weaponized by Hillary Clinton. Right. Oh, it's only it's only 11 minutes. Still kind of long for this. But basically, she says in, in pretty, pretty blatantly that 
and this is a question that we constantly discuss with you know all the time is like who's actually in charge because clearly it's not joe biden and she kind of you know some people say the council on foreign affairs some people say george soros some people say uh the doj itself i don't know but she's kind of pinning it on hillary clinton and barack obama is basically still being in charge which it, for most people is a crazy conspiracy mm-hmm. but is it really that far-fetched that's why i am i'm gonna i think i'm i'm torn between afro man and kanye we'll see <laughs> let's see let's watch a couple minutes report comes out yes. okay mainstream media boom. nobody even talks about it everybody else what is like wait a minute did you guys just see what happened here okay this is a real thing what was in the durham report that people need to pay more attention to what I did see, first of all, from, uh, you know, talking heads on MSNBC, I th- and I believe even CNN, was uh, they did talk about it, actually, maybe not much, but what they did say about it was a complete dismissal, uh, that it was nothing of value, that it uh, uh, should not be paid attention to, that it was just more lies and more bias, et cetera, et cetera, completely dismissing it and not actually addressing uh, the substance of it. The one person who I would say was pretty fair in his analysis was Jake Tapper on CNN. When he talked about it, uh, he, had a, he had a fair interview on what was in the report, what wasn't in the report, and his, his own statement was that this was essentially an exoneration of Donald Trump. Um, Fox News covered it, obviously, uh, and I think overall the, the major takeaway for people who don't have time to read the report, didn't, didn't catch it in the news, is that it... it it absolutely exposed uh, the FBI. The FBI is being weaponized uh, essentially by the Hillary Clinton camp. Uh, Barack Obama and his team were aware of it to go after uh, and investigate and try to undermine Donald Trump's candidacy and presidency. I want to read this from Washington Examiner. May Eric, mm-hmm. would I be safe to assume you think that nothing will still happen, though, to this Correct. group of people? <laughs> the spying is proven. Um, the emails are proven. The text from Peter Sturzok struck proven. Uh, <laughs> Lisa we've Page. Got January, January 6th stuff. Bill, Bill Clinton, uh, who did he meet on the airplane again? Like this is tw- seven, eight years now we're going back, but that's when it all started. And uh, nothing still happened. We've got the phony rush report. We've got the January 6th committee. We've got so many things. And nothing ever happens. Now we've got Hunter Biden, IRS stuff. We've got FBI whistleblowers. Where is the Kevin McCarthy stuff that they promised in order to get Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene on side with them? Where is that stuff? Yeah, because they're they're spineless little weasels. They're little worms. And look, they and this is the this is a position that I've taken for a long time. Is like, dude, the Democratic Party. The left wing, the, the, the left wing establishment is absolutely insane out of their minds, but they are not cowards, right? On the right, you have some people who are not nearly as crazy, maybe just as greedy, but they capitulate to everything, right? And that's why we've seen that Overton window. Maybe it's, maybe it's moving back to the center a little bit now in uh, May of 2023, but I mean, we're at a point where it's insane for you to just discuss. Uh, shout out James Klug, who. You know, they were getting assaulted out at Portland State University for literally trying to have discussions. So any of that conversation has gone out the window. And what this really reminds me of, how the mainstream media, you know, CNN, MSNBC, the the big, you know, the big players in that in that establishment are now basically, oh, the FBI is wrong. Like, okay, so 
It only works for you, which we know. And where else did we see this? With Rona. Remember when Rona was finally starting to come to a close and they were like, okay, maybe you don't have to wear a mask anymore. And there were people who were like, well, how dare you? How dare you say the mask is over? You know what I mean? They they only want, they get they get the first narrative in there and then it becomes impossible, not impossible, but much more difficult to, to deprogram them, of course, or even get the next the next talking point in there if it's a little bit different, right? So you can reprogram them with another outrage thing, right? So you can go from Russia man bad to Ukraine best people in the world. That's not that far-fetched. But when you go from, you know, wear two masks to now you don't have to wear a mask, it's much different. So when, and when you go from, you know, the FBI is, the FBI is, is great. You know, they, they keep us safe to, oh, the FBI was completely lying and weaponized. That's, that's a bridge too far. Right. So it kind of shorts their circuits out and they don't know what's going on. Are you in the camp of, I believe, Vivek Ramaswamy wants to completely disband the FBI? Um, I will say that I can't say that that is necessarily a good idea, but it does obviously have to be fixed either way. As a person who writes a lot about some of these cyber crimes and, um, drug smuggling crimes like i wrote about one recently where this family of mexicans who lives in uh south or north dakota were having a family drug smuggling business where they would smuggle stuff from california from mexico through california and they drive it up to the dakotas and like brother sister cousin mother they had they had grandma driving the drugs getting arrested and wherever that passageway is there people try to pass through either Colorado or Utah, I forget where it is. Um, they and they always get pulled over there. That's some stuff that the FBI field offices do, and they often arrest people who are um charged with you know crimes against children, is how I'll phrase it. A lot of them, frankly, a disturbing amount, which I believe Trump put in motion a lot of the attack on these groups. And you know, you you see some field offices when I read about it, like the FBI field offices in New York. They're more focused on like money laundering from Russian oligarchs and stuff. Like like obviously they have their own bones to pick, but I think you can't dis disband the FBI in tot in totality. Um, I think these people at the top need to go, and I think you need to start in- implementing some sort of um, ethics or program or some sort of course material where it's like, let's reaffirm why we're here. And it's not the original thing to, you know, in the, whenever it was in the fifties or sixties to stamp out communism and have the, the blacklist and everything, but it's to, you know, be the people to investigate the crimes that are of the stature where they become a, a national problem where they become such a large problem. A bunch of children were kidnapped giant drug smuggling ring uh insane gang activity like reaffirm like that's what it's about and not to get involved with personal requests from government officials what do you think on this okay well okay first of all uh i want to just answer the first question that you asked me that i may have ignored is that yes of course nothing will happen right so we can watch you know Donald Trump farts and he's indicted, but Hillary Clinton basically committed sedition or whatever. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Allegedly. I don't know. Right. She can, 
her and, and the Biden crime family, they can do anything and nothing will happen. Now, Trump will still not really face any consequences. All of these people are completely Teflon. So, yes, uh, that's the first thing is that no, nothing will happen. Uh, secondly, as far as completely doing away with the FBI, I I kind of I mean, it's tough, right? So I I see what you're saying, but the the. Like the realist in me would say, no, it's not really possible. But the extremist in me would say, yeah, get rid of it. Right. The FBI is very similar to CNN. Right. You can still call it the FBI. You can keep the logo, but it's rotten to the core and you need to get everybody out of there from the doorman to the chef, the janitor, the mailroom. Uh, I mean, the, the key grip, the the filer, the the accountant, everybody has to go. You got to start fresh. And it's a it's a really tough task. I don't know. I think even uh, Tim Pool actually joked about it. Like if if Donald Trump were to get reelected and he said, you know, Timothy, I want you to, uh, you know, there's very few people, I guess, is the point I'm trying to make. There's very few people who could actually be trusted to move the the agency in the right direction right it's just the the waters have been so muddied that it's literally impossible to get anybody in there who's going to who, who's going to be trustworthy so and, and that's just human nature right like you give somebody too much power they're going to abuse it what is it uh, absolute power corrupts or something i don't know don't quote me on that that these stu stupid quotes but i guess uh to answer the questions quickly is nothing will happen and yeah in a perfect world i would love to say get rid of it completely i don't know too much about vivek ramaswamy's actual position on it but yeah they need to they need to they need to be done away with because as we know and we knew this before the durham report we could see this for years already right remember the Mueller report the steel dossier all this stuff was completely fake and they've they've they have zero credibility just like CNN. So they need to, I think rather than destroying them, they, they will self-destruct on their own and it's probably going to take a little bit of time, but we should ignore them, right? Like we should literally just ignore them. Nothing they say can be trusted and I, just figure out a way to stay out of jail because they will come after. I mean, look, look at January 6th, right? They will come after. I bring this story up all the time in New York. It wasn't the FBI, but they are, it's very clear that their their goal, their mission, sent from Hillary, sent from Obama, sent from wherever it is, is to destroy their political opponents. They are no longer the even. I don't know how many people work in the agency. I don't know, but I would venture to say a small sliver of them are actually stand up people. Sliver of them stand up comedians as well. Uopod.com, please subscribe on all platforms if you can. Twitter, Instagram, and uh, YouTube here. Even Getter, the folks at Getter. I don't know what's going on at Getter Twitch. these days. Did you say um, Twitch? You don't hear much out of Getter. Twitch, of course. You don't hear much out of Getter these days. I wonder what's going on over there. And if you're an audio listener on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, or Amazon podcast, we thank you. Please leave us a review on there. Share it on your Instagram story. Share it wherever you can. Tag us. And uh, we're growing. The YouTube channel's growing. I like it. I try to respond to as many comments as I can on there, especially the ones that are anti-Eric. Um, latest anti-Eric sentiments are still about the clown guy. Um, and what was the other one? I can't remember the second one where they hated your opinion on it, but I'm sure there'll be more. Oh, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very curious now. The suspense is killing me. I mean, look, 
Uh, the clown guy, though, like, let, let's look. If the clown guy had said anything else, if the clown guy had said, I love Joe Biden, then my take wouldn't have been so controversial. Right. Like, oh, the burner one is what people didn't like. Oh, what did I say about burner? I forgot. I don't even remember. Uh, you said that all rap labels are fronts for laundry. Oh, yeah. 100 percent. Not 100. 99%. 99. Sorry. This is why you guys need to subscribe and watch the Patreon podcast because you can just disagree with Eric more and more each week. I'm staring at this disgusting thing on the side of my screen here. Um, that's just a taste. I actually pressed that accidentally. But um, shout out the Pleb. I don't know if he's actually a reporter. He's more of a guy who goes out and yells at politicians but this is on the bus in toronto and people are just watching by and standing by as this transgendered person on a toronto transit bus is just shaving their pubes eric nobody has a problem with it toronto is in a mayoral race right now between communist lady comedian, anti-lockdown activist, Toronto Sun reporter for 20 years or something. And this is what they're up against. All you have to do is not vote for the crazy person. I promise you, Toronto. All you have to do is not vote for the crazy person, not vote for the communist who said she wants to raise taxes. You can vote for the guy who says he's going to end bike lanes. That'll make your life better. The traffic's insane there. You can vote for the guy who's a comedian who says, you know, everything's at, <laughs> everything's going to be trans because you know he's not serious, but he's actually smarter than that. And you know he's going to do better than what you've already got there, which is this. You can vote for the anti-lockdown activist, Chris Guy. He actually is probably going to lower taxes and do less insane things. When you have an insane society, which you have in Toronto, where this is nobody's kicking them off the bus, nobody's saying, hey, stop, that's disgusting. Nobody, People are, some guy sitting to his right, some person sitting facing him or her, and nobody's doing anything. This is, your society has, has crumbled, okay? When you, this is allowed on a bus... Society has crumbled, and they don't want to admit that. All they care about in downtown Toronto is, are we getting uh, sidewalk-painted rainbow flags? Um, can we get this coffee made a little bit faster? Can it have 75 different flavors? Can I go to a cat cafe? Is there a communist cafe, which actually just closed, uh, an anti-capitalist cafe, which told people that they can pay what they feel they, sh they should, Close surprise surprise this is toronto it will soon turn into chicago new york los angeles san francisco if you do not do anything this is canada frankly Toronto's just the worst of it vancouver is probably even worse but there's not as much crime i don't think there's asian street gangs but i don't know i'm not from there i've never been there but this is society you will get and what i predict eric last thing here to quote you is <laughs> if things do not turn around in Ontario, where the premier, the governor is now saying, we, who cares about the, the, the forestry? Who cares about it? Even though he ran on it, he ran on not destroying what's called the green belt. He's saying, who cares about it now? You're stupid if you care about these lines drawn on a map. What you will see is people leaving this province like they have left California and New York. You'll see them go out west to the flatlands of Manitoba and Saskatchewan because that's the only places left in the country where it's not absolutely insane and overpopulated. We are breaking immigration records over a million people 
and more than half of them come to Ontario and they're like, what, what's wrong? The housing prices, we just need to build more townhouses. That's their solution for everything. More townhouses, you guys. Let's, uh, you, you want, you want to be able to own a home? Well, own a townhouse uh, with seven people inside of it and your neighbors have 20 people inside of it. And, you know, you can't afford it. Your mortgage is going to be like four or five grand a month, but at least you'll have something, right? We can't, we can't slow down the immigration. We can't build on larger plots of land. This is impossible. This is what Canadians want, Eric. This is what they voted for for 10 years almost. This is what they will continue to vote for in places like Toronto. I have no hope. Hope is gone. I would like to leave. Okay. Um... <laughs> what? When I rant, Eric, it's unacceptable? No, I, I hate so to break you this say, to you. say burner this? And, I, I hate and, to break uh, this to you. Tulsi okay. Gabbard that. Well, here's my point. Is that, unfortunately, I mean... This this is not the worst that I've seen, kind of like the Joe Biden clip that we had earlier. Like this, yeah, it's disgusting. I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to see that on a on a bus, on a train or anything, but like you gotta understand, bro. You've seen people literally relieving themselves on on trains, on the subway platform, with people walking around. So this I think I mean, we already we already made it, bro. That's what I'm saying. I hate to break it to you, like it already happened. Like there's, this is the bottom of the slope, right? Like we shaving your pubes, bro. That's vanilla. That's 2017. That's 2018. We, that it's a joke, bro. You have people. I mean, I was actually looking through some pictures on my old iPhone and shaving your pubes. No, of people <laughs> of human feces. Dude, there's been, the point is, while yes, very disgusting, and a picture of the decay happening across the Western world, it's not the worst I've seen. And you, we already reached the peak, right? So you say, "Oh well, if we don't get this ship turned around, it's gonna it's gonna hit the iceberg." It's too late. It already hit, right? We're just circling the drain right now. I realize it's a very like black pill type of thing, but th there's the powers that be have basically had their way and we we should have known this we should have known this was true when they forced you to show paperwork to get into a restaurant when they forced you to wear a mask to buy groceries right it wasn't that long ago so we've already hit the iceberg and I mean, people probably won't like that either i don't know how we claw our way out of it i'm not going to sit here and say okay well let's just give up and let the zombies you know sometimes you think like if you're in a zombie apocalypse you're like well wouldn't it be easier to just let the zombie eat me and then i don't have to worry about it. i don't have to be scared anymore but so I, I don't know how we continue to fight back. I'm not suggesting we sit down or, or we lay down and let them run roughshod over us. But this is not as shocking to me as it is to you for whatever reason. And I want to make one other comparison about, uh, yeah, all the other problems that you guys have and, and that we have, too. It's very similar to what we saw in San Francisco just a couple of days ago. They have crowned a drag laureate. Nobody even knows what that means. Apparently, this person is going to get paid a lot of money to be San Francisco's drag laureate while they can't they can't stop the fentanyl from poisoning people in the tenderloin. They can't stop the smash and grab robberies. They can't stop the, the car break-ins, which I guess is a slightly different from a smash and grab. They can't stop the businesses like Walgreens and Nordstrom and Saks Fifth Avenue from fleeing. But they do have a man dressed up like a woman to who, who's going to get paid more than $100,000 a year just because. So we already 
we already reached the pinnacle, bro. It's like we at this point we can only hope, in my humble opinion, that <laughs> that we sort of ah, this is going to be dark. We need to accelerate the whole thing and bounce back the other way. An accelerationist, the, wow. I, I mean, what else, or what? Are we just slow crawl there? It's like a band aid, bro. Rip it off. Let's do it. Let's go back the other way. Let's hit the wall hard and go back the other way. <laughs> Weird tiptoeing that we're doing to where, you know, we're letting Joe Biden drive the country and, and arguably the Western world into the ground. Shout out crash test dummies that are now women as well as men and shout out the new Walking Dead spinoff, which looks terrible. Uh, since you mentioned zombies, uh, San Francisco Bay Area will finish on this. Cause I'm sweating my ass off. We made a mistake. San Francisco restaurant apologizes after hosting what an anti-trans event, whatever that means. Let's watch the local news. And they just didn't know that from the owner of a restaurant that held a private event for the San Francisco Republican Party. Oh, an my God. Reporter in attendance called it an anti-trans dinner. NBC Bears Giovanni. And has you more. printed it in the headline. The entrance to American Bites in North Beach is tucked away from the street. It's a place where a Chronicle opinion reporter infiltrated an event last week put on by the local GOP group, calling it a secretive anti-trans dinner, listing many instances of transphobic content they endured. The restaurant has been fueling mostly angry callers since the article published Thursday and posted an apology shortly after. Okay, before we continue, you infiltrated the restaurant. There was anti-trans things said it's 2023. You have a phone. Is there photo, video, or audio evidence? What's what are they gonna? Is there Eric, or do you know already if it's coming? I actually watched another report on this, and I did not see any. And I feel like if there were, even the other news station would have showed exactly. us the evidence. I was gonna go 65 percent no. Made a mistake, and I sincerely apologize. Oh, I That's see. American Bites owner oh, Mike Cerevi. Oh. He said a regular at their what other restaurant approached them and wanted to host a Republican fundraiser that would include a short documentary. He says when the group of about 100 arrived with parents and children too, he didn't know it would spiral into what it did. As the night went on, there were some speakers, and I think they had some kind of a you know fringe point of view. I wish we had known this was the subject, we would have never agreed. You know, to have that. You can't talk about that here. Place. Are you saying that you support trans rights? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm from the city. You know, beloved trans, gay, LGBT communities, right? Everyone. You know, it's just. I mean, uh, that's what's beautiful about oh. San Francisco is about you know inclusion. This, this is like uh, look at the person we're about to hear from. But this is like when Principal Skinner is being held at gunpoint at the door. It was a boating accident. I was involved in like off screen to that guy's right. There was a gun held to his head. I love everybody. Uh, LGBT, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what this is. Um, but yes, let's see. We've still got. I'm guessing this is the journalist, the they them. Let's see if they've got evidence. Peace. King Lotus Boy identifies as trans, non-binary, oh, and polyam. They say there's no question what holding an event put on by Republicans would mean. Any fundraising efforts that is going towards the GOP. We need a speaker to speak on this news story. We need someone legitimate. We are calling on non-professional wrestler nor rap artist named King Lotus Boy. The drag artist will give us a non-biased opinion on this instead of the journalist who went there or what this is absolutely insane and the fact that a person had this person <laughs> named king lotus boy on their show and doesn't see that this is insane means you should quit your job shout out tim pool quit your job 
this is not for you. If, 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 what if I was doing an interview about, um, you know, uh, a, a pro trans, one of these trans events with drag queens that they sexualize children and get them to put dollar bills in them and whatnot. What if I brought on a guy who he, he's not a rapper, he's not a professional wrestler, he just goes in his day to day life as I hate trans people, and you just put that guy on the screen like, hmm, I hate trans people. Tm seems like he's got some great opinions on this subject. He's really um he he he's really bringing a lot of fair and unbiased points to this report. How could anyone not take this seriously? San Francisco, Eric. I'm glad you don't live them there anymore, dude. It's through the roof, and you notice the T-shirt there, right? Drug users this? deserve what to to live i believe is the quote let's finish the last couple seconds and see what 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 zimzer has to say is fundraising hatred and is fundraising violence uh, towards queer and trans people full stop considering that with what the evidence majority, almost probably all of the bills that have been anti-trans targeting trans youth and drag artists have been Republican-led. Right now, Yelp has temporarily blocked reviews for American Bites as it monitors the fallout, but the path forward is clear for the owners. We're going to change our policy as far as booking events. We're going to be more diligent in, you know, just knowing who we work with. We're going to start having a lit, uh, ideological litmus test for who gets to book a restaurant with no evidence that these people said anything. All he said is fringe views. He couldn't even describe one. The report didn't describe one. What's this girl's name? The this girl whose face is currently falling off right now. This girl's face is barely on. It's sliding off of her face. He did reach out to the local SFG. The yellowness of her face is sliding off. Gia Vang. This is one of the worst reports I've ever seen in my life. Back. And I'm yeah. sure if I watched San Francisco news more often, I would be more impressed with how bad it is. We 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 Sorry. reached out to the local GOP and they haven't replied. Yeah, you probably gave them 15, 15 minutes, right? Like we g- reached out to the local person who says I hate Republicans, and they say that they think that this was probably possibly an ancient alien that helped build the pyramid. Was this it ancient is, aliens that helped build the pyramids? It could have been, yes. <laughs> well, this uh, so that was what was that NBC or ABC? I, for, I forget, but you know, I, I kind of get them confused because I watched a report from another station. That was spearheaded by uh, by uh, another guy who, I mean, they don't even, they're not even trying, right? So the news reporter, like, that one, she's not as bad as the guy from the other station who is clearly a flaming homosexual, right? He's not going to be able to, he's not going to be able to shoot it straight down the middle, right? No pun intended. But it's very obvious where his, where his allegiance lies. And... The irony, the great irony of this is that if somebody were to try to stop a drag show from happening, they would be labeled as all the worst names in the book. But if, if some regular people are having a dinner that you infiltrated and you don't even have any evidence, that you can look through hours of footage yeah. of weirdo drag queens dancing for little kids, right? And if you even show up to that with a Bible or with a sign, you will be deemed the worst bigot in the world. But if somebody like, has a... The- a dinner mm-hmm. that they didn't even invite you to, you infiltrate it while they were having a discussion, 
and now you want to shut them down and you are strong enough, you are marginalized enough that you trick the owner of the business into saying, I'm sorry, we won't do it again. And you don't even have proof. So we can have our event and we're going to shove it down the throat of your kids, literally and physically. But you are not going to have one event that's going to discuss what we just did. It's all absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And while this is happening, the San Francisco news media will continue to, to obviously lie, you know, be deceitful, obfuscate, and never let the truth get out, even with the headlines. It's completely despicable. Well, I don't know how you could just, like, if you call yourself some sort of journalist and you're not willing to say that, like, I'm 100% biased against the other side, how are you just going to say, how are you just going to take this person's word for it that you don't even put on screen? Like, that's, I don't believe that was the person who said they infiltrated the event. They'd no. be pretty well spotted pretty easily. King Lotus Boy. Shout out Lotus Boy. Um, and in the, the drum and you're going to air this yeah you're going to air this and be like well we don't have any evidence of what they said but we'll just take your opinion for it that it was transphobic it's 1953 yes. we only had a notepad and a press card in our cap yes exactly and and because they know to bring it full circle here that the only criteria for something to being true is just for them to say it just like with the city bike lady. All we had to do is say she's a racist, and now it's absolutely true. And I know that this is kind of petty, and maybe some people won't like it, but I don't care what they think, is that for this person to go on television wearing a shirt that says, drug users deserve to live, don't you think that's a little telling, right? Like, we're so, yeah. we're getting behind people so great. So, so, so we don't care about the regular residents. We don't care about their quality of life, but the needles and the poop and the tents on the street, those should stay. And, and that's the activist point of view. Think about the actual junkie, right? Like, do we think for one split second that a real junk, a real San Francisco junkie is going to spare that little they, them from, from a weirdo attack or, or, or a tongue lashing well, or, you know what I mean? Well, like, it's like you always say, Eric, sorry to interrupt, but like, like you always say, it's always life or death. This person wants to pretend that other people that says they deserve to live. Is anybody saying let's kill the homeless people? No, they're not. And this person also lives in California where they get all their people elected that they want in San Francisco, where they have every policy that they want and it still fails. And you're just go, it must be something else that's happening. Yeah. It must be the Republicans in San Francisco that had a dinner and I can't prove anything. And how, how, how closely tied is this heavy drug use to this? I mean, we know, look, bro, it's no secret dating back to the 70, 60s, 70s, 80s or whatever that the gay community was pretty heavy into the drugs. OK, right. Is that a secret? Is that is that is that taboo? Is that controversial? No they are right. You could look and you, could, you <laughs> they are. OK. And it's only the next the next level up. Right. Because that's how delusional you have to be to even believe that stuff. So obviously I'm not sitting here and saying that every transgender person is a dope fiend but it helps. <laughs> Shout out Duper guy who likes my jersey. Thank you, Liverpool. He's probably not going to make the Champions League this year. Shout out Evan Suss MC who says, keep on doing our thing. UOPod.com. Uh, subscribe to everything. Instagram, I'm Andrew Does, D-O-E-S, which is also a YouTube channel. Updating content there every week at this point. If you want to see me out in the streets, getting into trouble, asking things, triggering people, Eric's report, no pine on Instagram and youopod.com, uh, patreon.com slash youopod. Please go and sign up. Free podcast every week. Eric, bring us to church. Buy my book. Take me to church. Yeah.
Straight up, Jordan.